Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. I had the privilege of sitting down with two femmes who have been journeying with me for the past five years. This is just a really fun conversation where we reflect back on these past five years, why they said yes to femme in the first place, and why they keep saying yes to femme year after year. What I love so much about this story is it really paints the picture of the long-term relationships that I have with women. And this is really what I love so much because not only through FEM do I get to know you, but I get to know your children. I get to watch them grow. I get to know your husbands. Like this is such a bigger commitment than one year. Although of course, if you only want to do FEM for one year, you get to, but like, I really make it a point for you to be able to continue with me year after year after year. So they share with you what's what's transpired in their lives year after year. And what I think is really cool about this story too is both Kelsey and Amanda really show um, how relationships evolve year to year. And throughout Femme, they have made so many friends, so many real friends. And they also have a beautiful friendship with each other. And now they live in the same, you know, same city as each other. So again, this is one of those conversations where you are just going to feel good about life, feel good about what it means to say yes to femme. And certainly for those of you who are on the fence, I hope this just gives you that real perspective of what this gets to look like for you. All right, you guys enjoy, and I will see you soon. I'm so excited. Thank you both so much for doing this with me. So for those of you watching right now, you guys are in for a real treat. I am sitting down with two of my longest femmes who have been with me going on six years, and we're going to take a trip down memory lane and just revisit um, why they said yes, why they keep saying yes, and some of the wins that they've had, and ultimately like share with you their version of some of their favorite femme features, uh, what they love about the program, just all that good stuff. So I will do my best to keep an eye on your comments. Um, but again, I won't see them here. So I'll be looking over here, watching for them. But if you guys have anything that you want to ask, these are two women to ask. They have been here since day one. So anything that you want to ask, these are two busy mamas living life large, ask them. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to take a moment and just properly introduce them. So we're going to start out with Kelsey, Kelsey Collins, raise your hand so they can see you. Okay. So Kelsey is a Michigan wife and mama to three littles age seven, four, and two. She first found femme in 2019 during her, during her baby's second hospitalization. She had been dabbling in natural health at the time, but during her son's health scare, she knew femme was a program she needed to join. 
In her first year of FEM, she was able to use her FEM knowledge and tools to turn her, her sick child into a thriving child. She went from a scared mama to a strong, confident, intuitive mama. She continues to dive deeper into the work of mindset and expanding the healing possibilities. Mm, I love that so much. We have been through so much together. Beautifully summarizes it. Okay, Amanda, welcome, Amanda. Amanda is another Michigan mm. wife and mama with two children, ages six and four, and a seven-year-old fur baby. Um, her family members planted the holistic seeds for her, and then she dove into it herself when she was pregnant with her first baby. She has been using her tools since bringing her babies into the world, noting that neither of her kiddos have ever needed to be on an antibiotic. Amanda's growth over the last five years has been amazing. Each year, she digs deeper into her natural remedies with the community that she loves. Oh my gosh, I love your guys' bio so much. All right, I'm switching screens. Okay, so you guys, it's been a bit since you were in this place of saying yes to femme. And I know things have changed so much. We have grown so much. We do so much more than we ever did before. But Kelsey, starting with you, like, you kind of said it in your bio, but like put it in your own words of why did you say yes to Fiercely Empowered Mama back in 2019? All right. So like you said, I explained a little bit in the bio. However, I vividly remember our conversation. I was talking to you on the phone as I was standing in one of the hospital rooms because um, Bowden, who's my second son, was under like two months old and in the hospital for the second time with breathing issues and you know things that doctors and whatever were saying just were not sitting right with me and you know I saw this fiercely empowered mama thing pop up and I'm like this I feel like this is what I need and I just knew there were more answers out there to help him than what I was being given mm -hmm. um so that's the, one of my biggest reasons for joining is just knowing that there was more out there to offer than the stereotypical, like your son has, um, you know, a constant cough and wheezing. So we're just going to throw an inhaler at it and everything. And like, I tried that stuff for him and it wasn't working. And I saw you with him and we tried a few things and it was like night and day. It, things just got so amazing and we've had ups and down battles mm -hmm. with his stuff but I mean that's what we've realized with healing too is that it's not just a straight linear line it's this mountain mm -hmm. that you're constantly climbing and peeling back layers of stuff and mm -hmm. this has definitely helped me do that so I'm super excited and grateful and that's why I keep coming back is to keep learning more mm -hmm. I love how you said that because it isn't a linear, it's not a straight line, right? It's not that one path, but at the same time you through doing this work, it's, it's up and down on the way up. Right. So it's still, right. you're still moving up and you're still expanding him and helping him and, and also doing different degrees of that, you know, of, of what you want to go after and how much you want to do. But every year I have watched you say yes to even more you know, and it's like, it's amazing to watch right. it. It's going on six years. And it's like, there's always more to the story of what we're addressing. And especially when we have kids that get this really hard start to life, 
they have these weaknesses that are now part of their story. And so it's so easy for them to manifest loud communications in these areas of weakness because it's already weak. It's part of their story. And so it does take required effort, which you have learned of like, oh, I need to stay on top yeah. of this. And when I stay on top of it, we we're able to skip some things that we don't want to go through again. So good. Okay, Amanda. What about you? Why did you say yes all the way all the way back in 2019? Um, I think the biggest thing was I had attended your raw milk class in person and I I mean I'm sure I've heard of it, but I never like thought about it or did any sort of dive down into milk. Um I, you know, breastfed my son um for a year and a half and then was getting ready, knew we were gonna plan on having another child soon. So um, I just want to see, you know, like if there were things I knew I had done like a detox before getting pregnant with both of them. Um, luckily for me, one of my cousins is also a naturopath. So like she, you know, set me up well, like throughout my life and would just always drop small things in like from being 18 and being like, oh, um, yep, you can do that. But you know, you should check in and see how that's going to make you feel when you're older. You're going to want to take out that belly button ring, you know, before you have kids, mm -hmm. and stuff, you know, like, <laughs> like, that. like she would, and then one day we were talking and she's like, you know, plastic and disposable diapers, like, uh, you know, yeah. so, um, she always, she planted those seeds. She got me thinking about all of these things. I watched my sister, you know, prepare her body for a full year before she got pregnant, you know, and all of those things. Um, so I knew what I needed to do um, to start on the path. And then with JT, I just, I met with like the first midwife and it was close and it was great. And so like, I never really like interviewed other ones. And then, I don't know, I think we were talking about something and you brought up something about that. And I'm like, oh, like, I mean, that just never even crossed my mind that, oh, I can interview these people. Like mm -hmm. they're working for me. So um, hearing you say that in one aspect, it's like, oh <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Um, and his birth was fine and we, we did it at home, but there were just some things that towards the end of it, I was kind of like, oh, like, mm, I don't know if I agree with this or there should be something else that I could have done. So, um, you know, just wanting to take in another step, obviously before my next child. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love that. And you kind of downplayed your connection. Oh, I just echoed. Did I echo for anybody else? Just me. Okay. Um, you downplayed your relationship with your cousin because she's not only a naturopathic doctor, but she was one of my instructors and mentors. And she is the, the know-it-all when it comes to environmental toxins and poisons and preparing your body for pregnancy. So I'm sure that she was like, just like throwing the seeds at you. Like, Let's see what's going to go. Grow and here. it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take well, one yeah. here or there. Right. And when Kelly had her first child, Nicole was there and she's like, oh, you should have watched this birth and I'm 21. And I'm like, uh, no, thank you. Like, it's just like, no, but it was like the perfect birth. You should have been, this would have been the best birth for you to watch. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm there yet, but uh, thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Okay. So this next question, let me see. I'm asking both of you this one too. So what mindset shifts or mindset shift, if you want to focus on one or multiple, doesn't matter, have you had since joining FEM? So the cool thing about your story, right? It's like not just a year version. It's like over the years, what are some big things that you feel like you've um, 
change the way you've seen, see, oh my gosh, what do I want to say? Change the way you view things. There we go. <laughs> I would definitely say how I view getting a cold or any type of sickness that used to be, you know, oh my gosh, we're sick or you're sick. Don't come near us, you know, kind of thing. Like, um, and now it's just kind of like, oh, you got a cold. That's great. We're upping your, you know, vitamin C and your minerals and making sure you're hydrated and things like that. And, um, you know, with colds and stuff is fevers, which a lot of people were always ingrained. Fevers are horrible and bad. Mm -hmm. And now like, I'm, I feel that I'm just so calm around it. And, you know, know that the body is doing its good work and there are plenty of ways to support yours or your child's system as they're working with a fever. And so just being able to feel and see those mindset shifts for myself has been a really big thing too. Um, like just in general, I feel like, you know, a baby turtle that's evolved into mm -hmm you know, something more because you don't realize all of the stuff you don't know until you're immersed in it. And you just, things just start blowing your mind and mm -hmm. it's just a wonderful feeling. And I love, um, your story in particular, like, it's not like you were in the healthcare field, like you literally yeah. We're in the healthcare field. And I think sometimes being in the healthcare field makes us more look at, makes us more trained to look at the wrong things, right? Like, so you okay. were always looking at what was bad and, and through that lens, it felt even worse or even scarier. And even in your yeah. bio, you said, I was scared. You were scared. These things yeah. were scary to you. And now it's like, you do have this just cool and calm and like, I got this, I got my tools. I know what to do. And most of the time you're sending us your protocol and be like, am I missing anything <laughs> right. so different from us saying, here's your whole protocol. You're like, I wrote my own protocol. And just, am I missing anything? Like amazing. It's just incredible to see that. So good. Okay. So, um, changing the way we view sickness. I love that so much. What about you, Amanda? I think mine was like with JT, like I did occasionally give him Motrin when he was a baby and first started teething. And mm -hmm. I also worked at a pharmacy at first. So that was also, um, and when I took that job, my cousin who's a naturopath is like, this is really gonna open yeah. your eyes and make you, this is really gonna go against like a lot of the stuff you think, you know, and um, it did. And it also opened my eyes up more to how conditioned we can be. Um, mm -hmm. And now I look at my cupboard and there's nothing OTC, like nobody's on anything. We don't have anything like that in our house. Yeah. Um, and the other day, my daughter like had a bottle of salt salts and was taking some in her bedroom and um, hiding from me. And I was like, you know, thank God that I don't have anything I have to worry about. I, you know, nothing happened. It was fine. Like, you know, I think she took a cat pulse yeah. and um, I don't have to run and poison control or you know worry about right. anything like um I also the first time I did um JT I had like a fever like I think he was like two and it, like normally I don't think anything of it but he was pretty like not really doing much that day just like laying on me you know and then you're used to them being two and running all over and he literally like 
flats all day. And I was like, okay, like, I know his body's working, but then like, you're still like, it's the first time you do it. So you're just questioning, right? So I'm like, okay, like, how long do I let this go? You know, and I'm chatting with you and I'm chatting with my cousin and I'm going back and forth. I'm like, all right, like, we're fine. Like I got things covered. I ended up going to work that night. And Dave's like, you're still going to go? I'm like, yeah, you got this. It's fine. Like, and the next day he was better, like not a hundred percent, but he was moving mm-hmm. and um, not just sleeping all day. So, but yeah, I mean, the body is amazing and it can do so many things. So I think that's always, I mean, there's always that thing where you're like, kind of like, Ooh, ego is coming in and asking. Um, and that's probably one of the things now is just looking back and knowing that there's nothing that is toxic in our household mm-hmm. um, and anything. So. Yeah. That you, b- both of you are not looking to react and shut down symptoms as fast as you can. You both are so good at taking that pause. What do you need? How can I support you? What's really going on? And that's a completely different approach. And not only do you guys both have, you know, conditioning growing up and how you were raised, but then you both are in, you know, this allopathic field of like, it's completely normal and accepted. And you're crazy to not give the Motrin. You're crazy to not jump to the antibiotics. And so you guys had to do a lot of stuff to like be in this place of, and and your own different ways of like, of on learning, you know, of like, that's, what if that's not true? What if there's another way? how, you know, do I even need these overcounters in my house? So it's amazing. Incredible. Um, okay. So, uh, let's talk about the, the health of your children and how they have improved. So if there's anything that you just want to add to, um, and just speak to of like, how does this work carry over into, or, or your other family members, wherever you want to take it? Um, yes. So, um, my first son is seven and I did not know Tanya back then or any natural health things. I was all aboard the choo-choo train (laughs) of (laughs) the other side, you know, and, um, my son had all of the recommended things and he had all of the normal constant ear infections and sicknesses that come along with those monthly or every other month appointments that you go to. Mm-hmm. And um, fast forward to my third child was just, um, she's two. We did not do any of the recommended things. Um, she was the first out of my three kids that needed zero NICU time or anything. Um she did not have the common ear infections and the cold she did have, we were able to work through. And it just showed me how much healthier she was compared to my son when he was at that same age, because we did things totally different. And now um, my kids love talking about how they're allergic to certain things and that's why we don't do them anymore Mm -hmm. um so them just knowing um the bad side effects that can happen and just watching them love taking their vitamins and their minerals and the daily things that we do 
um, is just really big. Um, yeah. Their, yeah. Their health is, I could go a lot of different areas because we've had a lot of health things to work through, but. Yeah. It's amazing how many times that you have with your boys been in that crisis mode and with yeah. your daughter, I mean, she's barely on my radar. Like I don't, yeah. I'm like barely little with her. And it's just, it just shows like those side effects are real. They're not rare and they show up in all sorts of different weaknesses. And there's always cleaning up that has to be done. And, and it's so much harder to clean it up than to just not do it in, you know, in the first place. Um, but again, we don't know what we don't know until we know it. And for you, it's been an incredible journey of like, of like taking off these blinders and really seeing and seeing your children and, um, and really understanding their weaknesses and and why their weaknesses versus, um, what we're led to believe as it's just the way it is, right. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry. It's just the right. way it is. some kids just struggle with these things and your kids drew that lucky card. It's like, mm, but did they, is that really what this is? Right. So, yeah. Especially when you're given these things to help with their symptoms or, you know, as we call it communication and it gives zero change. And it's like, why should I continue to pump this into their body when it's not doing anything for them, doing more harm than good. Yeah. And it wasn't until I did the work with you that my child got better and he got rid of that communication because we actually um, paid attention to it and listened to it and gave his body what it needed. Yeah. Yeah. So. A lot of building. That's the thing, like with natural health, like no one's going to get harmed from natural health. They're only going to get stronger. <laughs> They're only going to get stronger in that work, or it maybe it makes a little change. And lots of times it makes big change, right? Depending on how targeted it is to the person. Um, but that's, what's possible. I'm sorry. I would take a little change or a lot of change any day over negative change you know, right. and that's what we're talking about. Um, okay. So Amanda, I know that you have worked, um, you kind of had an interesting story because your children, children weren't really our top focus necessarily, <laughs> um, out of, uh, in the beginning of FEM. So talk to me about who you were focused on. Oh, Denali, my lovely yeah. puppy that we got the day we found out we were pregnant with JT actually. And, um, I found her on the internet, um, looking back now is kind of sketchy. So, um, <laughs> I'm sure her, um, mom and dad weren't very well nourished to begin yeah. with. And then I was looking at her records and they told us she was 12 weeks old. Well, I got her the weekend of Valentine's day and her birthday is December 17th. I'm like, okay, well that math doesn't add up, you know? Mm. Um, and even though I was pregnant and I knew I wasn't going to do certain things with my kids, for some reason it didn't register in my brain with my dog yeah so I took her to some visits and my husband um I'm very blessed because his mother was from Japan so he grew up not in the typical American household with all the things and she was very strict with her diet and did not let them drink pop or you know extra sugar yeah so um you know he was very receptive to things so I'm very thankful for that but Anyway, so I still took my dog to these doggy pet appointments. And I remember like a couple of times, like then all of a sudden they're like, oh, her ears, 
like she must have food allergies because she's too young to have, or no, she has environmental allergies because she's too young to have food allergies. And I'm like, what? Like, I've never heard of a dog having environmental allergies before. So, you know, they gave me the antibiotic and I gave her the antibiotic. And anyways, long story short, it was a six cycle. And then after she turned one, then they're like, oh, now she has food sensitivities. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you expect me to do? Like I have this baby at home. I have her and she's like, well, I'm like, she's a lab. Like we all know how food motivated labs are, right? So she's like, well, you can lock her up when you eat. So she doesn't eat any crumbs on the floor. And I'm like, my child is like throwing her food. Like, (laughs) I don't know how that's gonna work. So, um, so she was my main focus on cleaning up her gut. And we went through um, tons of ups and downs and battles and switching stuff. And it was real intense for a while. And um, now starting with some minerals and we're going to do an HTMA on her soon to keep that going. But yeah, I remember one day I was talking to somebody and it was kind of like we were back on the downward <clears throat> a little bit. And I was talking to another femme and she's I'm like, you know, one day Kanye told me that if somebody else had her, she probably still wouldn't be alive. And Sean is like, we all think that, Amanda. And I'm like, you know, so I was just like, you know, you don't see that thing when you're in it. But like, you know, all this stuff that we were doing and it, you know, was a big battle for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes our dogs are, are the main teachers of the home. Right. And, and like you said, it didn't translate. And same thing with me, with my first child, as I called him, my first dog. And I didn't, here I was thinking I'm living the healthy lifestyle and I'm doing all the opposite with him and his body's growing tumors faster than speed. Right. And it's like, this is not normal. Like this should not be happening. And the same with your dog, you know, the, the amount of yeast that she was dealing with and the sensitivities that she was dealing with and the drainage pathways being blocked. I mean, it was a full on journey that did take commitment, but, and there were wins and there were shifts. And yes, it felt like there were slide backs at some phases because there could be stress in the mix and EMFs and these different things. She's that canary in the coal mine, right? She's the first one to be like, it's not okay out here, guys, taking one for the team. Um, but through that time, like it's like, even when you guys feel like you're going backwards, saying this to anybody, right? It's like, it's impossible for that to be actually true when you have done this work, because all of that has added up. Like you are building reserves, you are building memory, you are detoxifying through this work. So even on your hard days, know that it was never like it was on day one. And so you've given her so much more capacity for life than what she ever would have had. And now you're just like, okay, let's go that next layer where the deeper work, as I call it, it's like, well, now we can run these hair mineral analysis and actually do custom mineralization, um, which is just a whole nother way to target and supercharge the results. So I love that. I love that you're so committed. It's amazing. Well, I will add one more thing because I forgot about it, but like, it was like two years ago, she broke out in like full head Mm -hmm. high, like bumps all over her entire body in the middle of the night. I woke up and I was like, what is it? Like, why is she so bumpy? um got on and was like emailing you and you were going somewhere on a trip so you're telling me this stuff so I didn't even have all of the stuff on hand because I was at my parents but like I started giving it to her within two hours I had moved Mm. right before I tripped to Sedona um all of a sudden she came back in the house I don't know if she got stung by a bee but all of a sudden like same thing happening again her eyes are swollen her whole head is swollen and I grabbed the fish oil the protease and I didn't have vitamin c that she could take that didn't have the stevia or something in it but 
those two things. And within 10 minutes, I saw a shift. So I'm like, yeah. okay, we go from like two hours to 10 minutes. So that yes. was- that's incredible. I love that. Uh, Sophia says, love hearing your amazing stories and wins, true testimonials to why we're all here. You also got some love from Kayla. Hello, beautiful, fierce mamas and Autumn Ruby. Yay, Amanda and Kelsey. So you got some femmes in the house. I love it. Okay. So, okay. I want to talk about some of your favorite femme features. So we got lots of them. So you don't have to focus on all of them, but what are a couple of your favorite features of Fiercely Empowered Mama today? I would definitely say the Ask Me Whatever Wednesdays, the care clinics, and I love, well, I've got like four of them to keep up, <laughs> the integration meetups mm-hmm. and the Stephanie, her food yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Because, you know, like even being on this journey for so long, I love having the Ask Me Whatever Wednesdays and the care clinics for those times where I'm really just struggling and truly wondering like, what am I missing? Because I'm doing all this stuff, muscle testing and, you know, feeling like I'm giving all the right things, but I'm missing something. So those events are really great to help just reiterate that you're on the right track. And, um, you know, that's the great thing too, about this journey is that we're all in such different stages. So, um, you know, you can come in and not know hardly anything about natural health, or you can be years and years of experience, but we're all still like this one big knit family. And it just, you feel the love. You don't feel judged for asking these questions about whatever it is you're going through. You just feel support and, um, you know, pointed in the right direction for what you need, um, which is really great. The integration meetups I love because it's great to get in groups like this and just um, talk about things like fevers and colds and things that are going on in the world. And then with the new food feature is great because I've been in this creativity kick so sourdough has been my jam but I've got a lot of saved recipes of Stephanie's to go through like making cassava flour crackers and just lots of different things which is just so cool that you can have all of this at your fingertips to access at any time like you could obviously we've got people from many different states around the world and different time zones So you can be up whenever, as late or as early as you want, and you can have access to this stuff and be doing your own thing. It's just so great that you don't have to worry about keeping up with you or with other people in the group. You keep up with yourself and where you're at on your journey. Yeah, a lot of people, um, it's interesting because I always think of them as being like the shortcut you know, as being like a place that you can access a multitude of shortcuts where you don't have to figure it out. But it's interesting because over the years, one of the things that people have said is they don't have time for it. And I don't know how to make that translate. Do you have anything you'd want to say to that? Because it kind of goes into what you're just saying just now. Um, Yeah, I am a mom to three kids. I take them to school every day. I pick them up. I have, you know, my own life. I used to work Uh, multiple days a week Um, and with this you can 
you know, people are on their phones all the time. There's an app that you have, all of your courses, the vault, videos, um, replays of things constantly. So you can literally pencil and say, okay, at noon, I've got some free time. So I'm going to go scroll the course and look up module three, watch the video, do some of the handouts, look at the stuff. You can just make the time when you have it and just choose to go through what you want to go through instead of scrolling Facebook or Instagram you can scroll the vaults and the modules and you know like a lot of days I'm gone all the time but I this course is still something that I would choose to make and have time for because it's very important and I've seen the um, amazing amazing shifts it has made in my life and my family's lives and yeah so well, and it's like, to your point too, it's like, yeah, like you, you wanted to embody, you wanted to embody the work of femme. And at the same time, like while you were doing the work to like, have it make sense, you were also like, Hey, I need help with this, right? Like I need help with, oh, right. I need help with this thing. I need help with this thing. Like, like I, you are, neither of you are afraid to ask your questions, right? Of like, Hey, can you help me out? And like, to me, that's where that short come, shortcut comes into play because it's not the expectation for you to figure all this out on your own. Like that's the whole point of this is like, let us help you figure this out. Yes. We're going to give you all the why behind the scenes, but like right now you don't need to necessarily know the why you just need to have a protocol to know what to do in order to move this case forward. And so both of you have applied that as you were learning. And I think through that pathway, it just accelerated everything because everything just made more sense when you were applying it in real time. So, and same too, like both of you back in the day, it's like, I was seeing you guys in person. Like you guys were experiencing muscle testing in real hand. You were experiencing different therapies and, you know, like at the touch and like all of that just brings it all forward of like, okay, like I can do this. Um, so Amanda, how would you, what would, what would you say your favorite femme features are? Um, one of them now is the Kajabi app, because I know mm-hmm. it's so simple to just find something, whether it's one of Stephanie's recipes, if I feel like I'm in a rut and I don't know what to cook and I can just open my app and find a recipe. Or if, you know, the other day I was like, oh, I need to go back and listen to the parasympathetic sympathetic, you know, and so I can just go find that and listen to it. It's playing on my phone so I can continue to pick up or clean, um, you know, or watch the kids while I'm listening to it. Mm-hmm. type of stuff and know that whatever I need is going to stick um the other thing I think is sometimes when you're in the thick of it still you can't think like you know what to do but then it's your kid and you're running maybe not on uh, optimal sleep yeah. and I can text Kelsey Shauna Sarah you know Shannon Sophia like Harry 20 of these people and somebody is going to respond to me and they're going to tell me what I'm forgetting mm-hmm. so the community is just, there's nothing like it, which is why we all keep coming back. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to add that too, because like just this year in the last, like Amanda and I hang out, like I can just show up at her house whenever and (laughs) you know, the kids and funny story you were talking about making food. So the other day I was at Amanda's house and she's always making these really good dessert things (laughs) and I asked her what she put in this one and JT was like oh it's kind of secret I was like don't worry I have yet to master things that your mom has made she is like the guru 
And later Amanda was like, yeah, JT said, if she's not good at baking, what is she good at? <laughs> and I just like laughed so hard, but it's so funny. Uh, and then he said, wait, she made a sourdough bread. She's a good bread maker. There you go. Like See, that's what's so amazing too. I, what I, you know, I liked how this worked out for both of you to come on because there are legit friendships that are being grown here. And it's so amazing to see, you know, we, we put things in place to make this happen, right? The mentorship groups, the regional groups, um, different things for people to find people near them. But then also it's amazing when it happens authentically, you know, within the group. And then you two happen to now live near each other. And I just, this is so cool. I just love how these things happen. And you know, just even at the retreat that um, I just hosted in Sedona, you know, we're all femmes. We were all there and it's like, wow, it just takes no explanation. It takes, we already speak the same language. We already know what we value in life and what we use to uh, nourish our body and day to days and what we use to go to help support our healing. And it's just, it's our own little love language that we have going on and anybody can learn the language. And it just takes you being immersed in our world uh, for a few weeks and you're like, oh, I get it. Like I get why these people say that they're here for life. It, I get why they are like true femmes because this is something that's so much bigger than just a group that you, you know, or a course that you buy and you do one on your own. This is the opportunity to, to fully embody this work and to, to put it to practice in any way that I want to um, throughout the year you know, big things and small things, they all add up. It's beautiful. And I think the other thing is we all know too now, right? Like as you evolve and you start doing these new things, like the HTMAs or whatever, like yeah. you're going to, we're included, right? Like, yes. I mean, so it's, everybody's evolving, keeps evolving. Yes. And yeah, like obviously there's now with the six years, like there's more of a lot of different people at a different place. But again, like Everybody, like Kelsey said, everybody is welcoming. You never feel like you're asking a silly question or somebody is going to come at you in the wrong way. You know, it's not any sort of bullying at all from ever. Ever. No. Yeah. Or okay. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you didn't know that. You know, like yeah, there's right. never snarky things, I guess is another yeah. word. And it's amazing because those things are so common in the groups that I'm in when I like to just follow along and see how other, what like, am I just kind of like staying on top of things, like being in all these other groups? I'm like, there are some real snarkiness out here. Like there's some real mean comments. Um, and I don't ever see that in femme. It's like, even when um, a mama's like, well, especially when a mama's really struggling, but like, even when the question may be something that of course a six-year femme would know, like it's like still answered with such love and compassion of like, this, that's okay. Like here's, this is how we do it. This is why we do it this way. And it's like always love. I like, it's so yeah. signature to the work that we do. Agreed. Okay. Like Amanda said, you know, how we just, you know, when we're dealing with it ourselves, sometimes you just get like, ah, you can't <laughs> think straight and rise. You're like, hold up, wait a minute, what's, what's happening? And it's like, yes, oh, of course. Yes, that's what I need. <laughs> I just couldn't see it. Exactly. Oh my gosh, so true. <clears throat> right, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about confidence. 
Um, I want to make sure too that Amanda, you touch upon um, some of the interesting work that you've done with teeth too. I want to make sure you touch upon that. So maybe weave that into my confidence question. So talk to me just briefly, like, has your confidence improved since joining FAM? <laughs> um, well, I would say growing up on my dad's side of the family, they're always like, oh, we just have bad teeth, right? Like, so good luck with your kids. And, you know, all of our teeth are getting pulled and, you know, whatever. And I was like, okay, um, there's got to be a different way, right? And it can't just be from brushing, like it has to be something. So um, I was very diligent when I started. That was another reason why like I took the raw milk class and then was like, I really need to know the secret to this because I've watched some cousins and their kids go through stuff too. And my sister's kids. So I was very adamant about my cell salt number one and the fish oil and the raw milk, you know, like from the time JT was taking any of that stuff. Like, um, and of course, like I started taking the fish oil more when I was pregnant with Finn. And still, I mean, the, the fact that these kids take this stuff blows my mind sometimes because it mm -hmm. does not smell right. Um, but they do. <laughs> every time we go to the dentist, I'm always like, oh, shoot, like, is this, you know, sometimes in the beginning, I'd be like, is this going to be the time? Like, am I finally going to, they're going to say one of my kids has a cavity. And to this day, still, like, none of my kids have had a cavity. So um, we did start myofunctional therapy with JT last year. Um, he had a lip and tongue tie that I got taken care of. And before I did that, then I did the cranial sacral to help. And that was amazing to me because I went, my first appointment with her and she was like, how was his birth? And I'm like, birth was great. So at home, you know, whatever. She's like, was his head stuck at all? I'm like, oh yeah, you know, for a couple of minutes, maybe. And she's like, oh yeah, because it's so tight back here. And that like affects his mm -hmm. mouth, right? And I'm like, oh, right. Like nothing had shown up. I had never thought about it. And so again, like there's just always this small thing, right? That leads to the next thing. So, um, and the last time my husband went to the dentist six months ago, they're like, oh, you know, that one cavity we've been watching and it finally like close to the enamel and he's like okay and he didn't make an appointment to fill it he came home we did some stuff you know the first month I probably like made sure he did the fish oil and silica and a couple other things like the cell salt and then you know time happens whatever and then randomly I would just be like oh here let's like up our minerals and again he cleanses with me twice a year so we do the cleanse a cleanse so I'm sure that helped it as well we went a couple of times to one of the, an energy enhancement system. He goes back two weeks ago and he's like, oh, you know, I got to get that root canal removed. And she's like, yeah, because then it'll help us fix that cavity is what his hygienist said. And then the dentist comes in and she goes, oh, no cavities. And he's like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, you don't have a cavity. He's like, oh, that's cool. And then he comes home and he's telling me and I'm like, what? Like, we didn't like hit anything hard. Right. Like, I mean, we did stuff for a month. We yeah. added some CT minerals. I gave you yeah. some of my mineral drinks, like on the weekend, like not even taking it daily, but like these small things like add up and it had to, it was one in between because they wanted his root canal moved so they could get to it easily. Um, so that's just, so he cool. makes his own bread and stuff too. So like we, you know, do stuff like that and really cutting wheat out of his diet once we start doing the blood type stuff. Does him he hit protein targets too? Is he better about that? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the week yeah. and if he's traveling for work yeah. or if he's home, you know. I mean, 
So like truly like doing like bare minimum, a little bit of intention, a little bit of extra, and this is a non-issue, which I love those miracle wins. Cause we do have some moms. I'm like, I'm throwing the hammer down. Um, but the thing with cavities, right. Is it's so, it's so complex as it is simple. And so sometimes there are just roadblocks in the way. Um, and it's really amazing because you're doing this deeper work with the myofunctional work, um, for JT, even though he doesn't like, he doesn't have cavities. That's not your driving force. What's your driving force? What are you trying to stop? He is a um, mouth breather, so I'm trying to get him to be a nose breather. Yep. Um, and after like deep diving down that, right, like is sleep apnea and why you get sick more and hold on to colds because your nose cleans all that stuff out instead of your mouth. And um, so yeah, so he's he's finally and we had to stop myofunctional for a little while because he had to be able to sit and breathe through his nose for 20 minutes, and then he lost both of his front teeth. Um, so we have to wait till those are both back in. So um, Dave has his hygienist is JT's myofunctional. So he like asked her because I was gone when they went. She's like, oh no, everything looks great. Like even with taking a pause, like I can tell he's breathing better. Um, and now I can like when he's sleeping at night, if his mouth is a little bit open, if I just pull it closed, before it would go back open, and yeah. now he can hold it. For a while. Have you yeah. tried that myo tape on him? I got it. He's okay. He's my sensitive kid though, right? Like Finn will wear it, even though she's not really a mouth breather. Yeah. He thinks it's the best thing ever and wants to like keep it on. And he's like, oh, this is touching my mouth and it's, oh. not, it's not comfortable. You know? yeah. like so he did our now agreement is we're doing it at least a few times a week. And then he can have a break a couple days until we see that it stays polysomal. I love that. So you've had, you've had to show up as a femme in these different dental situations and have that confidence. You've shown up to the things that have come up with raising kids and having confidence. And, and if in doubt, you have the confidence to ask the question and to get the help. What about you, Kelsey? How would you say with confidence and wins? Um, <clears throat> so for confidence, I would say it's just increased so much from this group um like even i would say the way i think about myself and everything as well i was not a shy person but i never really you know praised myself for things and just lacked confidence and you know, a lot of that also goes back to our first son and going to all those appointments and doing all the things. And then it was like right before his first birthday, I had found you, started working with you. And I think it was you told me about the series, The Truth About Vaccines, the show or whatever. Um, and I watched that and I'm like, wow I've got all these questions and then it's like how am I going to get my husband on board mm -hmm. and then he ended up listening to me watching the show I was watching the show and he could hear it and he's like what we're not doing that and I was like oh my gosh like okay great that has been tackled 
Um, but like then appointments, I still felt the need to go to appointments, but I was scared mm-hmm. to say no. So I brought him for a while because I knew he didn't have a problem mm-hmm. being that voice for me. And then, you know, time went on. I learned more information. I became more confident in my choices for my children and for myself. And, you know, so I I didn't need his voice. I was able to find my own and become confident in knowing that, um, you know, and learning that our bodies are capable of so much more than we give them credit to. And it's just been awesome. and. I get amazed thinking about the growth of myself personally too, because it's just been crazy. You don't see issues with things until you learn and know better. And then when you learn and know better, you're like, wow, I didn't know it could get this good and feel alive and free and Mm -hmm. just you know, like the healer of your home mm-hmm. and you are. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I love that. I think another thing I had real quick was one time, yeah. you know, when you start and you're like, want everybody to like ask you all the things and nobody asks you. So then you like, start telling <laughs> them and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about, like back off. So then it was funny. Like you'd have to get that mindset, like, okay, like I'm in temp, like everybody's like, blah, blah, blah. And then you go out in the real world and you start saying something and they're like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm planting seeds, right? Yeah. And one, time, one of my sister-in-law said to me, she goes, you know, Amanda, we know to ask you if we want to go down this path, you know, whether it be the cleansing or whatever. She's like, so you don't have to keep bringing it up. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. She's like, well, right? you know, to ask. <laughs> I'm like, oh. That's um, like being in this too, like learning the information. I didn't feel confident like some of the other girls who can just like spout off the remedies that you should use for this, this, and this. And I was like, gosh, maybe I'm just not smart enough. Cause <laughs> but then it just happens. And like, I met a new person like a month or so ago and I shared uh, one of the homeopathic remedies I was using on my Facebook story or whatever. And she ended up reaching out to me because her son was having um, the fevers that, bring upon seizures Mm -hmm. and so she was like asking me all this stuff and I'm just like oh you can try this 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 and this and then hold on and then I like went and looked at the fault or stuff and I was like oh yeah I told her that I told her that I told her that and it's like oh wow great yeah Yeah. but it feels so good when you know other people can come to you and you can tell them things Mm -hmm. that you've learned and known it just becomes like second nature yeah And Amanda, like, yeah, like there may, I have learned this the hard way so many times too. It's like, not everybody is asking for our support or for what we know, but there is so many people that want it, right. That want this help, that want this path. And this is where we just keep showing up and keep being true to us and keep doing the work and keep living our lives. Because the unfortunate reality is that we are the ones who are healing our bodies. And we, that's it. You cannot heal your body if you're not doing this work. This is the path. And so eventually, right, they will knock on the door and you'll be there and you'll welcome them and you'll give them the advice. But um, 
you know, it's like, this is the path we have to mineralize. We have to get rid of the toxins and we have to stop suppressing symptoms. This is the way. So, and another thing that I just kind of want to touch on, that's a little bit off topic from the confidence, but, um, you know, when we're dealing with our spouses and stuff too, we don't always have to be on the same page with, you know, just like us, we're not on the same page with our healing journey, mm -hmm. but we're all there. Yeah. And like, that's one thing I've come with my husband. He was, he's, he's not interested <laughs> for the longest time. It's like, I'll just bring him a handful of vitamins and he'll be like, what's this? Well, that's that, 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 that. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, Hey, let's do this. Or, Hey, can you muscle test or do your little witchcraft magic read that yeah, you're doing yeah. and um you know it's just great and actually this week he's going with me on Thursday we're going to the EE system as well nice that yes. is awesome yeah yes. I love that so much it's like if we it, staying true to you is the only way for somebody else to plug into you because if you are wishy-washy what you were you know scared half in mm -hmm. the field half wanting to be here and um he kind of plug into that. Right. But now you're like so much more convicted and he's like, okay, what you got going on? Like, I want exactly. Like, what like, you I'll go and check that out. Like, <laughs> yeah, good. it's going to be so good for you. It's our anniversary on Thursday. So yeah, that's so good. A little date. <laughs> yeah. So they're talking about an energy enhancement system. So basically working in a frequency setting to harmonize the body. And uh, with this particular enhancement system, they are popping up all over the world because um, they have shown such profound results in doing really miraculous things. Um, because as they say, frequency healing is the healing of the future. Um, but even stories of shrinking cysts, shrinking tumors, um, you know, oh my gosh, the stories are endless. I can't even think of them like chronic, this chronic, that, and people having miracles from it. And, and it's not to say that that is going to be the case for everybody, but we know that our bodies are constantly being bombarded with negative frequencies. And when we can harmonize our system, we are allowing healing to happen and it can happen at an accelerated rate. So that is amazing. I hope that you feel like when you leave that. Well, sorry, I'm getting off topic, but talking about like harmonizing your system and allowing it to heal. That's exactly what's been happening because um, I've minimally told you about, you know, I was injured last year at work. I ended up tearing stuff in my hip and in my knee, both on the same side, went through surgery, went through hell yeah. um, afterwards because I was not in that kind of like healing mindset either. I just felt stuck in my situation, even with being on this journey for so long you know, I feel like as humans, we can get in ruts mental, yeah. mentally, physically, emotionally. And I feel like the past several months, I've been putting in way more of the work. Um, I went to the EE system with Amanda. I've been seeing a myofascia body work person. I've done, um, been doing the cold plunges, just upping my mineral game and adding in all of the things. And it literally felt like magic. A yeah. couple of weeks ago, my legs started to feel the best it has felt in a long time. And I'm like, I'm not complaining, but it is just like literally a miracle. Yeah. But when you are in that mindset of 
allowing and opening yourself up to healing and to the better energies and frequencies and stuff that it works. Yeah. 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 For some reason you were in a place to do the work then, you know, when you were faced with surgery, for whatever reason, I wasn't necessarily part of that decision, but like you weren't in a place to do it. And it was whatever reason it had to happen this way. Um, but you can feel the shift of now being in this place and being all in and what mm -hmm. that feels like and what results you're getting from that energy. It's amazing because it's affected you uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, every single thing you're just radiating of like, I'm on fire because <laughs> the work of, you know, of being all in. And you've had that in other instances with your children, but now it's your time. You're focusing on you. That's amazing. I love that. Um, okay. So our last question is how would you describe, how would you describe what femme is to someone who has never experienced it before? How would you describe that? I would say it's kind of like a warm hug, no. <laughs> but it is just, um, it's a place again, where you can ask whatever you it's a safe zone I guess would be another way to say it and it's just you're going to get an answer and there's just so many added things now um one of the other things I like now is like depending on what's going on I might not be as plugged in but I know I can then either go into the app or onto Facebook and I can scan and then it'll tell me at what minute second the questions were in the ask me whatever so I can see if there's anything that applies to me right now or I can just listen to the beginning and see what Tanya has to say for the day or watch the FEM recap, the weekly thing. Um, and then again, like most of the people at the top of my texting list are all FEMs now. That most of them I met, I didn't know before. I mean, there's a couple that I knew before. Um, but yeah, it's just the answer is there. And the other day, I don't know why, I think I, because my cousin was talking about something, one of my other cousins was talking about just like Googling something that she was looking for her baby. And I just did it just to see like what, and just the different stuff that comes up is just, wow, like, okay, like, so is this really going to help? Or, you know, it's just so wishy-washy. And then, you know, you look up something natural and then it's, you know, the opposite and the worst things that it could be or whatever, you know, like homeopathic stuff, you know, whatever yeah. comes up, right? Like, and so being able to just go to one spot and find an answer and trust it, truly trust that it's going to help you and you're going to find the correct thing to lead you down. You know, maybe that's just like the symptom and you're looking for the healing way or whatever it is, but you're going to get your answer and you're going to peel back the layers and whether, you know, it takes one time or multiple times, but you'll find the root cause. Yeah. I love that. Beautiful. All right. Okay. How would you describe femme? I always describe it as like a college course mm. because, you know, people always, you know, kind of struggle with the investment, but um, to me, I look at it as you're investing in your knowledge and your education. And this knowledge and education is at your fingertips for life. And like Amanda said, too, it is like a hug because there truly is no other groups or things I've been a part of that come anywhere close to what the community is like in femme. Um, you know, a lot of my closest friends are in femme and 
it's not just because we think alike and are alike or you know whatever those help yeah but you just you create these great bonds and like Amanda said we don't need to search Google because who knows what the heck is being recommended there when we know we can search the vault and search the app and remedies that have been tried and tested and are trusted are there to guide you and help you and that's just kind of something you won't get other places and it's it's really worth it because like just like I said like you don't have to keep joining the live experience but it's amazing and every year is just more amazing stuff added to the cake you know Mm -hmm. like when we first started we didn't have care clinics and stuff like that and those have been such a great asset and you know the investment towards all of these added features are game changers I love that I mean I was doing math because yes FEM is an initial investment up front you're paying around three thousand dollars up front to get everything in here. And like Kelsey saying, like, it's like a college course. And that's where it's like, it is like a college course, but imagine taking a college course that you can actually apply to your life in real time. Because most of the college courses that we took were like, when am I going to use this? <laughs> right. You know, it's like, and this is having like, yeah. the instructor and her team members at your, not beck and call, but, but yeah. you are there to answer questions and offer support and guidance too, which yeah. your professor is not. And, you know. Yeah, we're here for so you to succeed. Just... And, um, you know, I was, so I was adding up, I'm like, okay, so to continue the live experience, you know, we make that fun and, and easy to say yes to, or we really work hard to do that. Um, I was like, okay, so technically somebody could work with us for five years under $4,000 or around $4,000. I'm like, that's, pretty amazing. Like that's pretty amazing. Five years together. I mean, if you look at the bigger picture, it's like, yes, that initial year is an investment. After that, you're making smaller investments and we're still providing you with everything there plus more, because now thanks to you guys, my, my, my oldest friends are like, and we want something special. We want, we want that next thing. What do you got? And so now when you've been a femme for three years, plus you get this alumni track where we have our own special something, something, and we take it, the conversation to the next, next, next level of, you know, just the bigger discussions. And so I am here for you, no matter how much, you know, or where you want to go. It's like, let's go there together. Like I'm not going to stop learning. And I don't think any of us are here to stop learning. So it's like, let's continue to learn and upgrade together. And that's why FEM continues to upgrade and learn. It's not because it wasn't good to begin with. It was like me, like, let's just add something more. What could we add more? What could we do now? Um, And I love this idea of the alumni track because it gives us our own little playground for the three year plus of like, you know, just going wherever we want to go. And I know there's so much interest these days in the frequency healing and having more conversations around that. And it doesn't make sense necessarily to have that be the center of what we talk about in year one fem when we got to talk about, you know, getting our magnesium dialed in and getting our electrolytes dialed in and, you know, these, how to handle an acute case. So it's a journey. It's a lifetime journey. I don't, you don't meet someone and say, yeah, I tried that once. Like you didn't try it the right way then, because you don't try this. Like, this is something that you become. 
Um, and you just want to become more and more and more and more of, I mean, Kelsey, you had the foundation to be able to be all in at this phase of your healing journey. You didn't, if you wouldn't have said yes to this, it'd be really hard to do what you're doing now in your life. Cause everything right. that you did built your capacity to be able to do what you're doing now with your body. So beautiful. And I know somebody once um, called it like an insurance policy, yeah. like our next payment, you know, once you're in. Right. And then, oh yeah. Like one that I actually use because how often <laughs> do I tailor insurance? <laughs> That's what, what I, I thought about the other day too, is like people have no problem spending five, six dollars on coffees here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or every day, some people do, yeah. which nothing against that, but you invest in what you find to be important to you and worth it to you. Mm -hmm. And there's payment. And this isn't boring, like a college <laughs> class though. It's fun and exciting. And you actually look forward to being on calls like this or in the integration meetups and the ask me whatever Wednesdays, because you may just come to watch on a Wednesday. You didn't have a question, but then you hear a question that somebody else has and you're like, oh yeah, I've been dealing with that too. So it's like the light bulbs are always going off because there's always something to learn and mm -hmm. apply to your life. I love and that. I like laugh when I like will post something and then I look and there's like three other questions that are about like teeth that time or yeah. the myofunctional or what that was yeast with the dog. And then like three other people are like, oh, hey, yeah. my dog has this thing going on too. Mm -hmm. Right. And you think that happens in these collective spaces, you know, it's like we're all indirectly, directly tapped into each other. And it's like, things are coming up in patterns. I know that happens with care clinics. It's like, we'll have a whole pattern of behavioral issues or a whole pattern of sleep issues or a whole pattern of, of um, teeth stuff. You know, it's like these patterns that will come up in these pockets. Like we're all at different places on this journey, but we're all dealing with such similar things at different points of the journey. You know, it's cool. Cause it's like, we have that's the thing, like this whole cradle cap thing. I don't know if you guys caught that. I talked about cradle cap and then everybody is asking about the cradle cap and uh, Team Tiny was like, uh, you actually don't have a cradle cap vault protocol. I'm like how I have yeah, so many cradle cap protocols. Like we have answered this question so many times. And so we quickly whipped it up from what we've done, but it's like, there's so many times where the same thing comes up, you know, and people are needing it. It's like, Cradle cap was a perfect example. Like there's so many people that apparently want cradle cap stuff. Um, we got you, we got you covered. Um, but it's just things like that. And next year in from to add more, I imagine us doing what I'm calling mama circles where I know it's not like super original, but it says what I want it to say, which is like, Hey, Amanda, you are working on uh, myofunctional mouth breathing. Let's get a room of us together who's working on this and just talk about what's working and not working on this one issue, you know, just Ooh, to kind of speed fun. up. Yeah, just to speed things up of like, you know, okay, so he doesn't like the mouth tape. Is there another mouth tape? I don't know, just to bounce those things off. I just think that there's other ways for us to speed up the things that we're working on by sharing what has worked and not worked for us on what we've applied, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we didn't even touch on like, uh, um, like food resource and like our smaller groups that like do like farmer's market stuff too. Oh yeah. And, um, I know Sarah talked about it, but like the stuff your kids start picking up on is just also truly amazing. Like mm -hmm. um, JT did his first year of like a basketball camp and then we did T-ball. And of course, like they have to have a snack after everything. And just like, if there's, a Gatorade like he won't touch it like not even me saying anything like directly like you can't have that 
we just talk about like, hey, we should let's look at our relight or whatever. Like, and I've yeah. never, I don't think I've ever said like you can't have that. I just said it's not good for you. It's got all these colors in it and dyes. And he literally just won't take one. And the girl's like, but JT, don't you want this? And he's like, no, but I'll take that, you know, like so the stuff they soak in and now after like we'll get done cleansing, my kids will always be like, then I'll be like, oh, I can't have bread today because I'm on a cleanse. And then JT will be like, oh, so what do you want for lunch? You know, and they go back and forth. And then, you know, if I'm like, hey, can you stretch my neck out like in cranial? And he literally, you know, will do it. And the other day he did it to Dave. He's like, oh, dad, do you want me to help your neck? You know? Yeah. And so the stuff that they pick up on and do it. It is amazing. I mean, the amount of adjustments I've gotten from Bryce over the years, like he thinks he's a darn chiropractor, you know, just like the funny stuff is, and it's big stuff, you know, because now he's turning into 10, right? And it's like, this isn't ever a language that he has to go learn somewhere else. It's already, it's already innate. So whether he, you know, forgets it or stops speaking it for a moment in his life, I hope that never happens. But if it did, it's always in him. It's always here, you know? So, and we're doing everything that we can to strengthen that constitution and create that resiliency and teach them what we can while we have them. It's amazing. Yeah. And they'll go muscle test stuff too. And they'll go muscle test. Yep. I mean, he still has yes. me muscle test for so many things. Like, I think you should just actually muscle test if I can have this. I'm like, I don't think that actually is how that works. Kids <laughs> are funny. I know. Like whenever I'm muscle testing them, my two-year-old Margo, she'll start pulling on her fingers. And that's how my husband will explain it too. He'll be like, do your finger pulling stuff. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Muscle testing. How about muscle testing? Oh my gosh. We don't have to talk about it now. We've talked for an hour, right? an hour, but that's just, um, another incredible skill to learn is how to muscle test and how to teach your kids how to muscle test. I mean, you can use it for acute things, for big things, for little things. And that's going to be, um, you know, I built that whole course, muscle testing course, thinking that would be you know, the thing and, um, the feedback has been like, we want more, we want more practical time together. So that's also coming in from 2024 is just more hands-on muscle testing. So maybe one of you I loved that class. I think that was one of my first in-person classes. With you. Oh, really? and then after that, I would muscle test like fruits and vegetables at the store. Mm -hmm. I still do that. I still muscle test my fruits and vegetables at the store. It's like such an easy way to check in on what one mm -hmm. of you got the next day and which one of you are going to last a while yeah. um, or which one of you are just actually loaded with glyphosate and even though you say organic so anyway um thank you guys so much for taking your time for sharing your story for sharing your love i love seeing you guys as friendship like it's just amazing so thank you for being femmes forever all my love to you i'll see you guys soon bye, bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely Awakening.